Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about handling defensive behaviors. Ramesh possesses a unique blend of technical genius and emotional intelligence. He's patient and smart and insightful. He's also conflict-averse. Repeatedly, he found himself backing away from holding Lauren, one of his technology officers, accountable. He's explosive and irrational, Ramesh said to me, and I ought to know. He's an old friend. He's always been this way. So what would be a good outcome, I asked him. He thought for a minute, then smiled. I don't suppose we could get him to change, could we? I laughed. Maybe we could, but this is your coaching. What do you want for yourself? He pondered for a minute and then said quietly, What I'd really like is to be able to hold my ground when he explodes. Standing your ground in the face of defensive behaviors is extremely difficult. Research has proven that emotions are as contagious as the flu, only without the incubation period. When one person gets angry and defensive, the other person does too. In no time at all, both people are dug into their trenches, defending their positions, deaf to any reason, if any reason is present at all. Ramesh and I role-played the situation so he could learn to inoculate himself against Lauren's emotion. I, of course, got to play the fun role of Ramesh's explosive, irrational direct report. Over and over, I coached Ramesh on three tools. By keeping these three tools in the front of his mind, he found he could not only hold his ground, but could stay calm in the face of my onslaught. The three tools to manage yourself in the face of defensive behaviors are, number one, state your core issue simply and directly using I statements. For a quick primer on I statements, listen to the podcast called Speak for Yourself. The second tool for managing yourself in the face of defensive behavior is observe and reflect how you experience the other person. The third behavior, state both what your intention is in having this discussion and what your intention is not. For any of these three tools to be effective, you have to do some preparation. For example, you have to figure out what your core issue really is and how to state it simply with I statements, and that's not really easy. You also need to be able to articulate your experience of the other person. Saying this out loud often feels very personal, so it may need a good deal of practice. And, perhaps most important, you need to be really clear why you want to have this conversation. What is your intention, really? After much practice, here's how our final role play sounded. What I'm going to do for you is, I'll give you Ramesh's words that he used in his practice, and then tell you which of the three tools he's using. Here we go. Ramesh said, I really appreciate you getting those reports to me. Thanks. He began with genuine appreciation. You know, Lauren, what would be even more helpful for me is if the reports were formatted differently. What I'd prefer to see is... He's attempting to state the core issue with an I statement, but Lauren interrupts him defensively. You asked me to chart the work in my group, and I did. Yes, you did, and I appreciate it. What I want is different data. Ramesh again attempts to state the core issue simply and clearly using I statements. 
and no use of the word but. Lauren continues to be emotional and defensive. But I'm doing what you asked for. I see this is upsetting you. Ramesh calmly observes and reflects his real-time experience of Lauren. Well, yeah, this is upsetting. First you tell me my team isn't effective, so you want me to give you weekly reports. Now you tell me my reports aren't good enough. What's next? You don't like the way I park? Lauren, it is not my intention to upset you. My intention is for us all to be doing our best for the company. Ramesh states his intention, what his intention is and what his intention is not. Lauren begins to calm down at this point. Well, it sure doesn't feel that way to me. I can see that. I completely understand why you might not feel that way. This is not agreement or permission. It's just acknowledging that Lauren's feelings are real. So I want to assure you this is not a personal attack, Lauren. I'm asking for different data because it will help me make good decisions for the company. Ramesh is restating his intention in order to get back to the core issue. I'd like to lay it out for you specifically. Can you look at this with me? All right, time out. Could you follow that? At the end of the podcast is the role play done straight through with no commentary. It's great to listen to and to begin to identify the component parts. These three tools really do work. But let me tell you what happened when Ramesh finally had his actual conversation with Lauren. First, Ramesh was able to hold his ground, and Lauren didn't get too wildly out of control. The really good news is that Ramesh got the result he wanted. He got reformatted reports. Ramesh told me that our repeated rehearsals allowed him to get through the experience calmly and to stay on track. He was able to keep the three tools in mind and cycle through them as needed. Ramesh felt his own calm helped to diffuse Lauren. And that's true. Emotions are infectious in both directions. Going into an emotional situation is like running into a burning building. It's not for the faint of heart or for the untrained. Firefighters rehearse and rehearse and rehearse so that when they face real flames and every instinct in their body screams for them to run away, they can manage themselves by remembering what they were taught. Here's the recap on the three tools. Number one, state your core issue simply and directly using I statements. Number two, observe and reflect how you experience the other person. Number three, state both what your intention is in having this discussion and what your intention is not. When you're faced with defensive behaviors, reflect deeply on the three tools above, then practice out loud over and over with a partner if possible. Mastering the tools is powerful medicine against the infection. If you're interested, in learning more about how to manage yourself in difficult conversations, we have many other podcasts that might interest you. Four that you might find helpful are A Difficult Conversation, Dealing with Emotional Responses, Speak for Yourself, and Managing Bad Behavior. You can find those podcasts on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's, dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That will take you to an archive of all our podcasts where you can search by categories that interest you. From the archive, 
You can download PDFs of every tip to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening. Here's the role play with no commentary. It's just Ramesh and Lauren's words. See if you can identify the three different tools that are being used by Ramesh. Ramesh begins. I really appreciate you getting those reports to me. Thanks very much, Lauren. You know, it would be even more helpful for me if the reports were formatted differently. What I'd prefer to see would be... You asked me to chart the work in my group, and I did. Yes, you did, and I appreciate it. What I want is different data. But I'm doing what you asked for. I see this is upsetting you. Well, yeah, this is upsetting. First you tell me my team isn't effective, so you want me to give you weekly reports, and now you tell me my reports aren't good enough? What's next? You don't like the way I park? Lauren, it's not my intention to upset you. My intention is for all of us to be doing our best work for the company. Well, it sure doesn't feel that way to me. I see that. I completely understand why you might feel that way. So, I want to assure you this is not a personal attack. I'm asking for different data because it will help me make good decisions for the company. I'd like to lay it out for you specifically. Can you look at this with me? Once again, the three tools I hope that you're hearing are 1. State your core issues simply and directly using I statements. 2. Observe and reflect how you experience the other person. And 3. State both what your intention is in having this discussion and what it is not. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.